your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Thomas Welch. And I'm Josh Hyman. And we got a fun one for you today. We're going to be talking about the chaos, the frenzy that is free agency. Blues have not done anything yet. There's potential for some things to be done, but there's also a little bit of pessimism from me and from Blues fans alike. So we're going to break it all down here. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about Spotify Greenroom because this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Spotify Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Josh and I have joined it. You guys might have joined it with us before, but it's a lot of fun, so make sure you check them out at Spotify Greenroom on the Apple Store, on the Android Store, wherever you get apps, it'll be on there for you. Uh, So give it a look. Leading off today, I think a lot of Blues fans were excited because The consensus around this team was that there's going to be a lot of wiggle room for them, barring all of these guys leaving, Jaden Schwartz, Tyler Bozak, potentially Vladimir Tarasenko in a trade. This team could potentially, Mike Hoffman as well, this team would have a lot of cap space that they could allocate for free agent signings. At the time of recording, it is 3.50, almost 4 o'clock, and the Blues have signed absolutely no one. We just watched Mike Hoffman be linked and all but signed to the Montreal Canadiens. Brandon Saad is a name that the Blues have reportedly been linked to, uh, but even if he is the only acquisition of the day, Josh, how do you feel about this team moving forward, and how do you feel about this team in regards to free agency? Not great. Um, on one hand, I understand, and there really, there really haven't been that many contracts that have been signed today when I've been like, dang, the Blues really could have gone out and... and- you know, sign sign that guy to that contract, and it would have helped. Like I feel like, for the most part, they've been kind of benefiting by sitting back and being passive. But at the same time, it's frustrating to see sort of the ball get rolling on this off season and then completely come screeching to a halt when free agency begins. Um, you know, starting with Vladimir Tarasenko not getting moved, which kind of indicated that the Blues weren't going to be as big spenders as we might have hoped in free agency. But, you know, that's fine. At least they go out and do something. And that is yet to happen as well. They have yet to allocate a single dollar to a free agent, um, whether it's a, a big name or even a depth guy. They have yet to add to this team at all. And I think we both were in agreement that this team still had some holes in the last area to attempt to fill it was free agency. And we saw reports like, oh, the Blues can't commit a bunch of money in free agency if they want to go after Jack Eichel or Matthew Kachuk next offseason. It's like, well, next offseason, that's a year from now. Like, what about the full season of hockey that they have to play? You can't put all of your eggs in in the trading for a big-name player next year basket and just not upgrade the team because of it. While they're reportedly in a Stanley Cup window. Right. If you're going to say that you're in a Stanley Cup window, but then you're going to say that you're retooling, well, which one is it? You know, Because right now, it, it doesn't really feel like this team is in too much of a rush to win this season. And that's fine. If that's, what, if that's the state of the team and that's what Doug Armstrong looks at the team and says, we can't compete with this with these pieces and we can't compete just by going out and adding one player in free agency fine but don't 
give the indications to the fans that, oh, yes, yeah, the cup window, it's still happening. We're gearing up this next season and then go out and do nothing. It's, it's frustrating for fans. Um, I still don't think Doug Armstrong has necessarily made any bad decisions this offseason. Maybe you could have re-signed Mike Hoffman at that low of a price, $4.5 million, but even then he never was the best fit with this team. So, I mean, and also like he might not have even wanted to come back. Um with his role and, and his lack of production. So I really can't fault Doug Armstrong too much there, but it, it doesn't mean this isn't frustrating to, to witness. Um, it, it feels like this team goes in one direction, like with the Bucinevich trade, and then all of a sudden all momentum just stops when free agency begins. And, and it, the direction of this team is, is mystifying. I don't know what they want to be next season. Are they going to be a team that relies on their young guns? Then okay, that's the direction they're heading now. But then they go out and they trade for Butch Nevin. It's like, oh no, they're retooling. They're building up for a competitive season. So I, I, I'm frustrated, and I, and I can't fully judge this off season because there are still moves that I think are going to happen. Like hopefully trading Vladimir Tarasenko. But until that happens, it's it's just a, a bit confusing for me. When you're talking about trades, and that could be the primary source of the way that the Blues acquire players this offseason. The thing that I struggle with that is it feels like trades in the NHL are obviously a lot more difficult to finalize and get done than just being the highest bidder on a player and say, here, bring take all this money and come play for us. And they just say yes. Another reason that it makes me feel anxious about that is we've been trying to p- trade uh, the face of our franchise and one of our star players for the last However long, we've been trying to trade him since the start of the offseason and for three weeks straight, and it seems like nobody wants him. It seems like Doug Armstrong is dependent on trying to get or maximize his return from him. Uh, He doesn't want a big contract in return. He wants that salary cap gone. But like we said, all that cap space is going to be what use to us if we don't spend it on other players. So Tom Stillman, in his interview with The Athletics, said this team is going to be up to the cap. I don't know how they're going to do that. I have faith in Doug Armstrong, but at the end of the day, we got to have players on this team. There's still holes in this roster, and as it stands right now, your top six is going to include Vladimir Tarasenko and probably Zach Sanford, right? So I don't know about you guys listening right now, but this team, in my opinion, is not fine as it is. Zach Sanford is not a first liner. Vladimir Tarasenko should not be in the top six, especially if he doesn't even want to be here. So uh, I would love to see... The Blues go out, make some acquisitions uh, like their counterparts in the Central Division have, like the Blackhawks have done, like Winnipeg has done, uh, like the Dallas Stars have done. It doesn't feel like, um, it doesn't feel normal for Doug Armstrong to be behind the rest of the division like he is right now. So fingers crossed something big happens because this feels like the awkward silence uh, kind of that happened before the Ryan O'Reilly trade. So maybe there's something huge working behind the scenes right now and Doug Armstrong's keeping his cards close to his vest um but uh, there's definitely cause for concern for Blues fans right now there was the promise that this team was going to be right up against the cap and as of right now they have 13 million dollars in cap space and some of that's going to go to Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, Ivan Barbashev um on their restricted deals but that's still going to leave a good chunk of change left over and unless you know there's a solid plan to bring in five, six, seven million dollars of roster players. I don't see how that promise is going to get kept of of this team being a a team that's competitive right up to the last dime in the salary cap. And I have no problem with 
having some extra salary cap room for next offseason. My problem comes when you come out, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago and say, we're going to be a competitive team. We're going to be right up against the cap and then do absolutely nothing to hold that promise come free agency. Again, there's still time for things to change. So I hope that I eat my words. I hope that I look like an idiot and and proved wrong. But as of right now, it kind of seems like that was just a just a lie to keep the fans happy. So I don't know. And one thing that I can promise to you guys is that Spotify Greenroom is a fantastic app. It's the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Greenroom for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns. Uh, you can even find locked-on hosts like Josh and I across the NBA, the MLB, and the NHL. Um, so go download the free Greenroom app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter Join the conversation uh, for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I wait. I can't wait to see you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once the Locked On Blues room is live. So like I said, go download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Now, Josh, if you're in that Green Room and you want to eat your sorrows away a little bit, maybe feel a little bit better about yourself, uh, put something that tastes amazing but is also good for you in your system uh, during all this free agency frenzy and uh, a little bit of pessimism for Blues fans, you got to check out BuiltBar.com because Built Bar has incredible, amazing flavors and they all taste fantastic. Unlike your stereotypical uh, protein bar, uh, these are the best tasting protein bars I've ever had. They've got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookies and cream and german chocolate if you haven't tried all the flavors you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors not only are built bar flavors the best tasting but they're healthy too you can check out the macros there's 17 to 18 grams of protein in each individual bar calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar only four to five grams of net carbs and like i said they're amazing flavors and they're all tasty so you can order today at built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. We're going to continue talking about the free agency frenzy, a little bit of Brandon Saad conversation, what his fit might look like on this team if the Blues decide to throw a deal his way, uh, and the potential of the future of this team. I think Doug Armstrong in the past has talked about uh, giving youth and the young guys on this team a chance. So we're going to talk about some young guys that could potentially be getting a chance coming up this season. So the Blues have been linked to Brandon Saad. He was with Colorado last season, scored 15 goals, 9 assists for 24 points in 44 games. He's a little bit more defensive than Mike Hoffman, so obviously losing Mike Hoffman's scoring touch on this team, especially if Vladdy goes as well, uh, would be a huge loss. But uh, Brandon Saad brings a little bit of that back. Obviously, Bushnevich does as well. But Josh, how do you think he would fit on this team? And do you think it's enough to propel them into a Stanley Cup contender role? No, I think I think Brandon Saad would be great. I think he would help for sure. But I don't see Brandon Saad being much more than sort of a, a Mike Hoffman 2.0. Brandon Saad's is an inconsistent player. Um is is prone to heat up at times, but is also prone to sort of go ghost for long stretches of time, and and that doesn't really strike me as something that the Blues need right now. Um, I think that the only reason that the Blues are being linked to Brandon Saad is because he's the last big name forward on the market. Um, 
granted, I, I don't think he would make this team worse by any means. I, I would love if the Blues went out and went and got Brandon Saad, but I still think I don't think that you can if the Blues, you know, in an hour sign Brandon Saad, I don't think I'll sit down tonight and be like, wow, the Blues had a really good free agency. Or the Blues have had a really good offseason. If the Blues go out and get Brandon Saad, I'm like, okay, cool. Another step in the right direction. But that's all it would be, in my opinion, is a step in the right direction. Brandon Saad is not the the game breaker that we want uh, to add to this team. And obviously, you know, adding a guy like that, easier said than done. But I don't think that you can go out and get Brandon Saad just because you need to go out and get someone. If Doug Armstrong thinks that Brandon Saad would fit this team well, and I think that I, I think that he could, but I'm worried that it would be another Mike Hoffman type situation where they got a forward just for the sake of getting a forward and it didn't really work. So I'm I'm 50-50 on Brandon Saad. I, I, I would love to get him just, just to say that we did something, but at the same time, I'm not convinced that he would improve this team enough where I'd be satisfied with that being their only move today. I think he does improve the team like you're talking about, and I think sliding him in at left wing and moving Shen back to center helps with the depth as well, but I'm also on board with what you're saying. I don't think he moves the needle enough uh, to propel this team into a Stanley Cup contender like Doug Armstrong and like Tom Stillman are talking about. Someone that would actually a man who played in Canada, and it sounds like his team is gearing up for the possibility that teams are gunning after him. And that is Elias Pettersson. Do you think there's a possibility that out of all the GMs in the NHL, uh, Doug Armstrong could offer sheet Elias Pettersson and bring him to the now, same now we're getting Now we're talking crazy. Yeah, now we're getting we're way ta- out there. <laughs> we're talking offer sheets. That's how you know this offseason has been, this free agency has been. I'm just trying to get some entertaining stuff here because today has just been a lot of uh, sulking, I feel like, for Blues fans. But there are still options. Sveknikov, Pettersson. Definitely, if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're talking offer sheets, I mean, I think the he Blues definitely have Ottawa, some options. But... Obviously, yes, Elias Peterson would be would be that needle mover. He would pro- probably propel the team to a Stanley Cup contender, but that's not going to happen. If Doug Armstrong really is gearing up for a Matthew Kachuk trade next year, then we could be seeing the seeds being planted for that right now. The fact that the Blues are keeping this cap space available and with the cap likely staying flat for the next season or two after this one. Um, If the Blues do go out and trade for Matthew Kachuk a year from now, we'll be looking at the, we'll be hosting our podcast and I'll say to Tommy, I'll say, Hey, remember, remember last year when we were frustrated when the Blues didn't go out and sign anyone? Well, thank God they did that because they got Matthew Kachuk. But the fact of the matter is, unless the Blues do go out and, you know, pull that one in a million trade or, make that move next year for the time being it's just complacency and it's frustrating watching them do nothing now i hope that that means that they're they got something bigger brewing whether it's a tarasenko trade this offseason a kachuk or eichel trade next offseason but for the time being we just have to sit and wait which seems like it's been the theme of this offseason sitting and waiting and i'm getting a little tired of it and i'm hoping that doug armstrong is not the one that's sitting and waiting uh and waiting too long and ends up having the rest of the league pass him by uh, but one of the big things that's kind of circulating around this free agency is, like you said, the potential for a Vladimir Tarasenko trade. Feels like every day that we get closer to next season, I get more and more uh, pessimistic that Vladimir Tarasenko will be moved before it. I think Mike Hoffman being taken by Montreal and signing a deal there also doesn't bode well for him being moved because I think Mike Hoffman was the best goal scorer available on the market. He's not coming back to our team now. So if you want a goal scoring 
touch for the St. Louis Blues team. Maybe you think that player is Brandon Saad, but I would argue that Vladimir Tarasenko is more of a pure goal scorer than Brandon Saad. So there's a stronger sense of uh, wanting to keep Vladimir Tarasenko now uh, than there was when Mike Hoffman was available. And I think the more you get into those conversations, the more this Blues team is going to struggle because from everything that I hear, there is definitely a disconnect between Vladimir Tarasenko and the rest of the team. And I'm not even just talking about the team doctors. I'm talking about from a chemistry standpoint. So how do you justify bringing someone who's basically an outcast and says he doesn't want to be here back into a locker room full of players that do want to be here and do want to compete for a Stanley Cup? Doesn't seem like a good strategy in my mind. I hope Doug Armstrong has something planned differently because currently, as it stands right now, Josh, I think we're on the same page here. I have no idea what Doug Armstrong's plan is. Yeah, I feel like we're always we're always like saying that, like, oh, Doug Armstrong, he's a wizard, and and now now is one of those times where it's frustrating to have a GM that keeps their cards so close to their close to their chest because we truly have no idea what he's up to. We could finish recording this podcast and check our phones and see that Vladimir Tarasenko has been traded, or we could be watching Vladimir Tarasenko suit up for the Blues in a few months, and there are no indication one way or the other, and it's both frustrating but also reassuring that. RGM isn't just flying off the handle and signing anyone that, you know, will will take five million dollars to come play for the team like some organizations are going out and doing today. So it's a it's a double edged sword. It's a blessing and a curse. But I I still have faith that Doug Armstrong will figure it out. If you want to bet on where you think Vladimir Tarasenko is going to end up at the start of next season, you can do that at betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and so is trade season. You can track all of that action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC or MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. When we come back, we're going to talk about the youth of this team, the potential for them stepping up and playing a more significant role this next season in the event that the Blues uh, don't acquire Saad and uh, look to build from within. So don't go anywhere. All right, Josh. So I think everyone is under the consensus and the same idea that Clem Costin should be getting uh, some playing time this upcoming season. Obviously, flying all the way to the team after a KHL championship in the playoffs and not seeing any playing time there, even though a lot of fans wanted to see him in that Colorado series. I think Sammy Blay's absence paves the way for his emergence at the bare minimum in a hitting role, but I think he can play a little bit more offense than Sammy Blay as well. Past Clem Costin, If you're trying to fill the holes on this team, maybe Jake Neighbors gets an opportunity. We talked about that a little bit. Obviously, that would have to be straight out of training camp. Then he gets a nine-day trial because he's not signed with the AHL currently. So past Clem Costin and past Jake Neighbors, how does this team look in terms of youth and how will they attempt to fill these holes that they currently have? You think Dakota Joshua gets a chance? I think think Dakota Joshua definitely gets a chance. Um 
I think Kenzie McEachern like, will probably be back in there. Alexi Toropchenko is a guy that could get mm-hmm. some could get some looks. I I remember he was a guy that they were talking about as having a, a spot in in training camp and maybe competing for a roster spot. Um, I'm hoping that this team sort of sort of takes the Tampa Bay Lightning route and outsiders look at this roster, you know, in in January or February and say, "Whoa, who the heck are these no names that are producing at half a point per game?" Uh, because that's what it's going to take for the Blues to have success. They're going to need at this current moment, at with the current state of this team, even if they do go out and sign Brandon Saad, they're going to need some big performances from some of their rookies, some of their young guys, and also some guys that weren't necessarily expected to sneak into the lineup um, from an outsider's perspective, whether that's Jake Neighbors. I hope that's Clem Cost, and I hope that he can have a big season. Um, but yeah, other guys like Dakota Joshua, Alexei Toropchenko, uh, Nikita Alexandrov, just you can keep naming names of, of recent draft picks that the Blues have had. But Laferriere has had some big seasons as well. It's a toss-up, and it depends on how these guys look in free agency. But I think that Doug Armstrong wouldn't wouldn't let this team go out and field half a roster of AHLers. If he isn't upgrading this team, it's because he knows that there are enough guys that are NHL ready that could come in and make an impact. Granted, I don't think that that means that this team's going to be competing for a Stanley Cup with those guys, but who knows? Um, it's exciting to see a lot of new names on the team, and if that's what this means, I guess I'll, I'll bite my tongue and say, hey, we, sure, we didn't go out and get big name free agents, but we're, we're getting to watch Jake Neighbors play. We're getting to watch Clem Costin get a lot of ice time because of it. So I hope that as a result of this sort of quiet offseason, the Blues are shifting to that that youth dynamic that we asked them to a few weeks ago on the podcast, and they're, they're going to give some of their young guns a chance to shine. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I think, uh, like you said, switching to the youth dynamic I think is a good idea and giving these guys ample playing time to kind of prove themselves uh, and make their way in this league is a good idea. But at the end of the day, that's more of a rebuild or a retooling style of mindset than oh, we're in our Stanley Cup window right now. We're going to be contenders right up there with the Avalanche and all of these guys, right? So I would hope that Doug Armstrong uh, doesn't double down, triple down, quadruple down to the fans that we're making a push for the Stanley Cup playoffs if half of our roster is rookies or uh, whatever the, the number ends up being. So I think that's my main concern here is the expectations of fans and the roster that uh, the Blues put together uh, in spite of or in light of those expectations, I think could potentially uh, make for a lot of fireworks and emotions between fans this season. But we'll see what happens. I don't think it's in anybody's best interest to doubt Doug Armstrong. And obviously he's uh, been dedicated to putting a winning product on the ice time and time again for the St. Louis Blues. Even when they got rid of Alex Petrangelo, they brought in Tory Krug. So I think I think there's something in the works here. Uh, things have gotten very silent. Anytime that happens, it feels like Doug Armstrong's working behind the scenes trying to get the best team possible. So uh, we'll see what happens. But if any more breaking news comes out, Brandon Saad gets signed, whatever it might be, you can find us right here back on the podcast, Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. But I think that's all the time we have for today. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening to. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and soon YouTube at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter and Spotify Greenroom at Twelcher15. You can follow Josh on Twitter and Spotify Greenroom at Josh Hyman NHL. But like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, 
Let's go Blues.